And this is Randy's number one Andy A song rifle of comedy Got the tablet handy Andy Klein, Mr. On Time Slinging punchlines from the cut Walk at a straight line Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller Crowd killer, say hold up He's probably not here Out trying to raise his daughter So we'll just tune in to 3SPN Through the sock puppet nation Let the party begin Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Romaine Top of the list, JL Chadwick The black eye who tips Might be waxing Philosophical or talking bullshit Might be just trying to help you get a Nice pink young bitch You have an opinion Let's hear it, do it proper The world may suck, but I like it, I want you Facebook, email, tweet us Get out your closet if you're dropping our names Now let's come together There's nothing else to say Let's start the show Randolph hit him with the Hey! Welcome back About to get some of this There it is Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike Eltringham. We have three guys on. We are right back at you. Hey, everybody hang on a second. What's the matter there? Amy? Ava? What's wrong? Nothing. You want to ask me before? Sitcom Randolph. <laughs> no, you done? Okay. I asked if I can use my what? Phone. She wants to use your phone. Go find a song on YouTube. I'll, I'll just tell me. I'll sing it for you. <laughs> not really. Oh. I'm not a very good singer. What did you have there? What's the song? I don't know. What song? Dark Horse, Katy Dark Perry. Horse. Dark Horse. Katy Perry. Oh, okay. And there you have it. Uh, that. Welcome back, I'm people. I'm not familiar with Katy Perry's library. Neither am music I. at all. Um, I do know that song. I am familiar with the uh, you shouldn't let your kids use your phone because they'll see your search history. <laughs> <laughs> they might, <laughs> might see something they shouldn't see. <laughs> like she starts putting Katy Perry and she'll see all the times that you search for Katy Perry. Yeah. You might be searching yeah. for other aspects of Katy Perry. You mean Katy Perry topless? <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry boobies. <laughs> I don't think there's a search I've done on my phone. I don't know. Has she done that? Did she ever have any of those... Uh, "Quote unquote leaked pictures." I don't think she. Was I don't think she has. Too. No. I think. Uh, <gasps> those see. are all sort of planned, right? When people have, except except for that one time when all those the big one. Yeah, the fappening or whatever that was. See you guys. But a lot of those are planned. Like, oh, whoops! Right. <laughs> Accidentally tweeted something. Whoops! Yeah. Oh, I deleted it four minutes later. I got hacked. It. I mean. People I do don't get know hacked. If this is actually her or not? Oh, did you just search? <laughs> no, I you... heard Orlando Bloom just got. Can you see that? I mean, you don't know they... if that's her. I, I don't think that's her. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. That's definitely not her. Yeah, <laughs> that's like clearly fake. Well, that's a posed, know. candid photograph. Yeah, that's, that's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's not at all. That's not. Those Katie are Perry. all fakes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's just. I think that's just some woman with black hair. Yeah, exactly. And that's not naked. No, that's not her at all. No, I think I think we're gonna guess that none of those are her. So yeah, I mean, if you just put wait, what are we what are we trying to Katie accomplish Perry here? Like, what's the, what's we're the trying end game? to make this probably is. 
Uh, I think that is. Because you can't see but that was. But the, no, yeah, that's not her either. Artfully that's carved. clearly a photoshopped face on a, a oh, different really? body. Is yeah. it really? Think so. I would almost go to the link and see. Yeah. This is that's her. Again, you can't might be, really yeah. see anything. But that's one of those like a tease. You know, you can't really see anything. Much like our listeners right now who can't see any of this shit. <laughs> any yeah. of these pictures. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're lost. You know. Well, this isn't. That's not her. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of yeah. It, I think the percentage it's of these—it's almost like the internet has stuff that isn't real. Yeah, yeah, almost like it. I mean, that's a pretty picture, but that ain't her. That's the same one from before. Did you literally Google Katy Perry topless? That's all I did. Yes. I, put, I put Katy Perry. They're boobs. all fake. Katy Perry boobs. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's been that's been for I since bet. back in the '90s, since AOL, they would have fakes of like Julia Roberts yeah. with like you know yeah, yeah Margaret Thatcher topless. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet if if you're friends with Russell Brand, he's got a few, oh, I'm sure a few on his phone, you know. <laughs> that she sent him. Yeah, yeah. Back when uh, back when they were together. Back when yeah. the love was strong. Yeah. When he was on tour or whatever the fuck he was doing. I like Russell Brand. Do you like Russell Brand? Yeah. You like him? as a personality. Yeah, I agree. His stand up, whatever. But yeah, I never really you know. watch his stand up. I just kind of like him in general. Yeah, he's okay. Get him to the Greek was a pretty good movie too. I don't think I saw that. He was also, and he played the same character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and that he was one of the best parts of that movie. Which that was a good movie. He's just playing the same guy over and over and over. No, he literally played the same character. Oh, it was the same yeah. It, no, the second one was a spinoff. Get okay. him with the Greek was a spinoff. So I just saw this LeBron James tweet. Is this cor- is this real? The one about him getting traded to Oklahoma City? <laughs> no. Uh, Ann Killian, who is a verified account, I don't know who that is, said, "How valuable is Stephen Curry?" In 2010, Lacoe bought the Warriors for 450 million, now worth 2.6 billion. Yikes! LeBron James quotes that tweet and says, "So tell me again why there's a cap on how much a player should get? Don't answer that. Correct. Steph should be getting 400 million this summer, five years. He's right. JMT's just my thoughts." So uh, and LeBron's LeBron. eyes are lighting up like yeah. dollar signs because he should be getting more. And no yeah. disrespect to Steph Curry, but LeBron yeah. is worth. By the way, that's a scoop. LeBron that was that was tweeted forty one seconds ago. That's a scoop, guys. That's a three well, guys. You'll uh, hear this on it's Thursday. Four days old. Three Geo exclusive. So I'm sure Skip Bayless has debated someone about this tweet four or five times by now. But uh, I agree. I'm not um, so sure Steph Curry isn't not the most valuable player. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Skip Bayless. Look, I have a lot of respect for LeBron James, but... The best part of Skip Bayless's show, Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Hands now going away. As um, long as he's talking, he, Skip's not talking. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I like... I just turn it off. I just don't watch it at all. You can do that. It's a good plan. It's a good strategy. I like the uh, back on Twitter LeBron James. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. I kind of miss him when he's not tweeting. He's he makes a good point. Why is there a cap on how much guys can make? Also, why is there a draft? There shouldn't be a draft. Just all free agents. Yeah. Is the draft not? antiquated? Is it an old school way of doing it? I mean, it it really it limits what would you do with player. Kids? I mean, just free agency. Just free yeah. agents just go right to free agency. Why not? Hmm. What well, like why why you know? Well, the draft is there basically to help the bad teams get good. That's the purpose of the draft. No, I understand yeah. that, but also that's the only purpose of the But draft. also, you're you're uh, so limiting. What you could the, do is you could offer the the worst teams the first shot at free agency. That's a draft. That's, yeah, that's I mean, just that's, the draft. That is a draft, but I mean, but like, why are why are these these young men penalized? And also, forget penalized. Like, what if what if they want to go play in Minnesota? What if they want to go play in? Because uh, that's literally trying to take care of the league. Because then you would only have no, teams. Only certain teams would be good. So I understand that works. I just believe in more defend the league. 
I understand that. That's but the I, only reason. <laughs> but I, I believe in more freedom for players, and they should have more agency because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, it makes sense. I get why they do it, but I, I don't know. I just I think it it doesn't really doesn't really track. Yeah, I don't know. There's I, a better way to do it, though. I don't think there is either. You know, because the only thing would be to the bad teams would always stay bad. It's supposed to be that the bad teams get better. Now, if in the There case, should also be less teams. In the case of the 76ers, they fucking stink on ice. Trust the process. Horrible organization. Trust the process. So, hey, if, if uh, funny tweets were points, Joel Embiid would be yeah, five-time all-star fucking by now. stink on ice. So, or also, even the Washington Wizards. Who just now started to get a little bit good? They're not even and that. Th- good. Yeah, not even that. Damn like good. they're good for them. But well, like, they're in a depleted conference. My favorite yeah. was when Bradley Beal said, uh, "I mean, we the Cavs didn't want us to beat the Celtics. Like they beat the shit out of the Celtics. Who beat you? I mean, it was a tough series. <laughs> yeah. They would have beat you too. Yeah, like, they, they would have cr- crushed problem. you going away. You right. know, so it's just a, it's just so." That's the perp- to me. That's the purpose of the draft. Is the bad teams get better. Bad teams get first I understand shot. At and draft picks better. are often um, <laughs> used in trades as as deal sweeteners. And you, if it's all for ages, you can't do that. So I, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I just think it's. I think the players should be able to choose. Like I don't get why kids coming out of college. First of all, I don't think there should be an age restriction as far as uh, like if you want to do like eighteen, okay. But like. There shouldn't be like a okay. You got to go to college for a year. Or you got to spend a year after high school. Yeah, I agree with that. That's. I yeah, mean, that's, I don't understand that. That's stupid. That's I, again, and the league will tell you that that's the league trying to make sure that their product is good. But to me, at that point, you start to drift off into telling somebody that they can't. They they, they can't work. Can't work, and that's not right. Yeah, absolutely. Telling a grown adult that they well, he's an eighteen year old kid. Well. 18 and, in this country you can fight in a war and you could say exactly and you could say like oh well they could go play in Europe it's like oh so they have to go to Europe now yeah. like they have to or they yeah. have to go play in some yeah. semi-pro league yeah, Bahrain yeah yeah and, and, it's it's or something. and not make and not make the most that they can on the right. on the open market right. that's that's really what it's about I think is that why is there why do not they not have a market when they come into why don't the they league? have a, a viable minor league the way MLB, uh, they have MLB, a minor league. The way MLB does. MLB has a viable minor league. Listen, a guy signs for the MLB in basically in high senior in high school, graduates high school, and immediately starts playing minor league ball. Right. No one bats an eye. Derek Jeter didn't go. Jared Jeter didn't go to college. Did he go to college afterwards? Because he he came right out of high school, started playing. Here, here's in the, the Yankees organization. The 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 highest picks in the so the NBA usually if you're looking at the draft, anybody in the top ten has a chance to be a superstar or a really good player after like 12 to 15 nobody in the rest of the draft is going to be that good they're going to be varying degrees the occasional okay. ginobili or, or arenas, isaiah yeah. thomas or right arenas, yeah. they're, they're, they're guys from the second round or late first round who, who sneak through or whatever but most of the time the, the top guys are going to be up the top so if you have a minor league system that really just benefits the guys who aren't going to be great anyway if you're a great player you might need a couple years to develop in the league but for the most part by like year three or four, you're at least on your way to becoming what you are. If you're an 18 year old kid too, um, and your choices are college, D1 school, or riding a bus to Youngstown, Ohio to play in a minor league game, so 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 much more. Like, I mean, you get paid a little bit, not much. Those guys in minor league baseball get paid nothing. They get paid very right. little. But you go to college, you're a star. You get late all the time. Uh, you do get money stuffed in your pocket. You know, wink, wink. Sure. 
So I don't know if uh, I, the college system is probably more attractive to a young player than the minor league system. At least you have a choice. If you go to Louisville, you definitely get laid. You have a yeah. choice. <laughs> you get strippers. You know, that's the thing. I think everyone makes the same choice, though. You have a choice. Ultimately, I think plan B is so much worse. I don't have a problem with that. I just the choice be, should be, I want them to be able to make the choice. Well, the choice to me should be just you can go pro instead of having to go to college or waiting a year. Those are the choices. Before, and then they were like, oh, these young players – you know what happens? They come in the league, they're not ready, and they wash out. Well, you drafted them. Yeah. So you yeah. guys should stop drafting. It's on drafting you to develop them. All these players like, this guy's the next KG. No, he's not. Stop saying that. So the, these teams kept drafting 18-year-olds who never blossomed. Look up Corleone Young. Yeah, there's I, a ton of them. That was a guy them. who was a, that was a nightmare. What was the guy that played for the, played for the Wizards? Oh, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. But that wasn't was his, it wasn't his fault to be chosen number one. He, right. They chose him number one. They He wasn't good enough to be really the number one player in the draft. But these teams are like, we can't help ourselves. So the league steps in and goes, well, we're just going to help you then. Yeah. Just don't draft those guys so high. And then you'll see, you know, you'll see Do better, a better, job. better quality yeah. high school player going pro and then the lower quality ones just staying in the, a year of college, which is what it was when Garnett and Kobe, it was, Garnett was the first high school player since what, Moses Malone or something? Yeah, shit? and I think Garnett started it and then you had Garnett, you had Kobe, and then you had a just a wave of guys after, like, I mean, Rashard Lewis, yeah. who wasn't yeah. a, a, you know, a star, he was a few time all-star. Yeah. He had a fine career, but like you had a lot of other guys, like Corleone Young's a guy who washed out. There's a lot of other guys, and I think it was just kind of like you saw KG's success, and then Kobe. Kobe took a few years. KG was kind of good right from the start. Yeah, Kobe had a couple years where it was a little shaky. LeBron was good right in the beginning. Well, LeBron was. I mean, LeBron's, <laughs> yeah, a, you know, yeah, he's one of the few, one of the greats. But would like, have, would would a year in college have done? It would have done nothing for exactly. Him. To me, it wouldn't have. Now no, you'll hear you hear people who praise the system will be like, no, but man, think of how much better he would have been after a year in college. I'm like, I just don't see that. What difference would it have made? Well, also, the, I I'm not arguing for that, but I do think LeBron James, like he's, I mean, he's just above head and shoulders above most, yeah, yeah, players. So it's hard to like compare or say like, oh, if he would have been, in he college, can't. Now he's he, the exception. He would have yeah. beat the Warriors this year. Are you yeah. kidding me? If he'd went to Akron for a year, like, give me a break. But the uh, like to me, it's just. The high school guys, it used to be too. The high school guys were like, that's a story now. But when they started coming out, what also happened was college players started leaving school earlier than normal. Mm-hmm. So it used to be the superstar college player would leave after a sophomore year. Magic Johnson did. Chris Webber did. But not that many people. Right. The really good college players would generally go junior year and then go pro. So like in the Fab Five, Jawan Howard junior year. you know, But... Uh, the really like the the rare special college player after two years would go pro, and then like you know Garnett goes Garnett goes pro and then Kobe and all these people and then you're like oh Scotty Thurman's leaving school early, <laughs> yeah he's not getting drafted. All these people started dropping out of school after one or two years. Like okay, well I did uh, a couple years in college, yeah, and they wouldn't even get drafted most of the time or barely get you know they get drafted and barely hang on to a team for a while. And you're like why this guy why this guy come out as a sophomore? It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense, but they do so. They're all trying to cash in on some level, but the teams are the ones who are drafting these scrubs. Yeah. So don't draft them, and then the incentive to come out won't be as high. That's really what it comes down to, don't draft So teams like, yeah, help us help uh, ourselves because yeah. we can't Stop help us. Us. So start a rule that yeah. you can't even come out of college or come out of high school. Fuck Otherwise, you. we're going to fuck up. So yeah. sorry about that, Eddie Curry. <laughs> you should have gone to school for a couple yeah. of years. Or why don't they just fault. why don't they just require them, or maybe not require, but like like you said, develop the minor league. That you know they have a minor league now. There has to be a lot of pussy. 
yeah. that's the well, thing. The minor league will you won't get laid nearly as much. Why don't they just put the minor league teams in college like, towns? Yeah, put there them, you got to go. put them in college that's towns. Smart. Put them in like uh, yeah, uh, wherever Ohio State is. Yeah, you're like Columbus. Well, you're talking about you're talking about twelve horny black men. <laughs> Do you want that in Ohio State? Which was they the original. Want, uh, that was the original name really for this care. podcast. <laughs> they don't want twelve horny black men. I, I feel like that's like the porn parody of twelve angry yeah. men. <laughs> the original name for this podcast was twelve horny black men. They don't want that. Andy near, was not a part. I of was it. not they involved. Want, they don't want that near no university with a lot of white girls going to Ohio State. No way. <laughs> oh that, man. They don't want that near no university. No way. Hey, let's the the new NBA. There might be a couple Europeans in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Spaniards. Couple, okay, ten, 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 ten horny black men. Then they don't want and that. two swarthy white. Yeah, they don't want that near <laughs> anywhere near no school where there's a bunch of pristine when, uh, white girls. I going. remember in 2012 when Spain was like really good and they played. I think USA in the finals of the Olympics. Or they said, I said they uh, they looked like their whole team would fuck your girlfriend while you're out of town, <laughs> <laughs> like Pau Gasol and his brother. <laughs> exactly. They don't want that shit. No way. Can't have that near in our town. Speaking of sports, talking about uh, Macaron Serena Williams, Johnny Macaron. You heard about it, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> right? Huh? Huh? It's a disgrace. <laughs> well, the, I think I'm on. The, I'm kind of. I think the interviewer was full of shit. The interviewer fucked it up. The interviewer did have like. Macenro was just doing some like old school like logic in his mind. Yeah. But I think he was trying to be very complimentary. Well, the interviewer said, out. "Yeah, the interviewer said, why would you? Why are you going to qualify it?" Well, tennis itself qualifies it by right. making a women's tour and yeah. a men's tour. I guess he could have said that, but he he should have been. I think he should have been clear. I don't think he should have jumped as as fast as it should be seven hundred. Like that wasn't really necessary. Yeah. But I do think he should have been clear about the women's game is its own thing. The men's game is its own thing. Yeah. Uh, they both have you know. I didn't know he had a book to, to sell. Well, here's well, of course he here's that, that's, that's, why, that's why he's doing an interview. Though. Yeah. So here's the. The actual exchange. The reporter says, uh, we're talking about male players, but there are, of course, wonderful female players. Let's talk about Serena Williams. You say she's the best female player in the Why world. Why are you bringing up female players? In the book. Macaron says, best female player ever. No question. Uh, <clears throat> Garcia Navarro says, some wouldn't qualify it. Some would say she's the best player in the world. Why qualify it? Macaron, oh, uh, she's not. You mean the best player in the world, period? And the reporter says, yeah, the best tennis player in the world. You know why I say female player? McEnroe says, well, because if she was in, if she played in the men's circuit, she'd be like the 700th in the world. And the reporter says, you think so? And McEnroe, yeah, that doesn't mean I don't think Serena's an incredible player. I do, but the reality of what would happen would be, I think, something that perhaps it would be a little higher, perhaps it would be a little lower, and on any given day, on any given day, Serena could beat some players, I believe because she's so incredibly strong mentally that she could overcome some situations where players would choke because she's been in it so many times. So many situations at Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, etc. But if she had to just play the circuit, the men's circuit, that would be an entirely different story. So that's just don't know why he went into so much detail. Like, I don't necessarily think what he's saying is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what that's, I mean? Like, that he was just, my problem. With it's it. almost like he had, like, a lot of pent up thoughts on this, and it's, it's just weird. <laughs> like, it's weird that he jumped. He I'm just glad said, you well, asked me that. Listen. Right. Like, well, he's it, also a guy who's known to, you know, not no, not hold back. He's no, a, he's, he's a talk, talkative guy. He's like, that's why people love to interview him because right. he's, he's loquacious, you know? So, Except when he had his talk show. That was not yeah, good. Yeah. Well, but he didn't like getting interviewed by him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other way around would have been better. Right. So that's just the show. John McEnroe gets interviewed, 
and it's every week a celebrity guest comes right. on and asks McEnroe questions. I'm surprised no one's done a sh- not with McEnroe, but a show like that. That that would be an interesting. That show. would be an interesting show. If you got somebody funny. who's really captivating but not a good interviewer, and had someone different interview them every week. How about Rory Scovel gets interviewed? That'd be good. Every there's probably week. some podcasts like that. Yeah, that's just that's. But that's that the is. full exchange. And Serena Williams tweeted basically a nice way of saying, "Keep my name out of your mouth." Yeah. I love you, John, but keep my name in your mouth. Anyway. That's fair. And I think really. For me, that's, I said on a Monday's episode, people love a clapback. People love yep. cheering for the clapback. It happens not just with celebrities, but anytime you'll see screenshots of someone got owned on Twitter, and it'll be like some yep. random account says, I think this, and someone else comes in and just destroys what they think, and it's like, oh, viral now. <laughs> yeah. People have this thing of cheering for someone getting their comeuppance. I think there's probably a vicarious thing like I wish I could tell my boss off or tell someone off who I think was full of shit or whatever and then they see someone do it and now they like celebrate it they cheer and I think a lot of not just Serena but a lot of things that get sort of turned into memes are just what a great clapback right guys because I love when people shut someone down also the media did go in on McEnroe and they they went they went from zero to 60 because they went Here's here's the problem with his misogynistic, sexist comments. Right. Well, that's part that's, of the. That's, that's part a of pretty the, harsh way to categorize. That's that. why people share the clapbacks. Says I'm on the right side of it too. Right. Right. You know, and then the media is like, so are we, and then it becomes this this thing, this force. But it happens every single day on the internet where someone gets over on someone else, makes a good point, makes someone look silly, or even just says, keep my name out of your mouth. And it's like, hashtag, yes, queen, you know? And it's like, <laughs> well, be a white girl, hashtag. Yeah, yeah. yay, queen. <laughs> Only three S's in the yeah. 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 yeah, four white girls. <laughs> but to me, it's like, it's like the, uh, to me, that was kind of like a nothing thing. Serena herself was on Letterman saying if she right. played Amy what Murray, it'd be 6060. I've said that he's I a top player. He's not 700. But what I don't like is this is the standards that Serena Williams keeps getting judged by, and she keeps getting drugged into things, and the obvious double standard that she has been playing under, the obvious shit that she's had to endure over the years. And I personally, and and I'm now going to speak for most of black America, we're just tired of it. We're tired of her being treated being treated in a uh, second-hand manner in our minds, not befitting the what she is and how great she is. And there's all, there always seems to be something attached to her. I don't recall um, any white tennis player being called, being compared to a gorilla. Never heard that. Never heard any white tennis player being talked about how muscular and powerful they are. And, and, and that being a bad thing. Never heard that. Maybe Martina Navratilova. Don't you think it's different, though? What do you mean? For McEnroe? Like, this is, that's not what McEnroe is no, doing. No. No. I do think it is different. I don't think McEnroe is thinking like that. McEnroe's an old white dude who, yeah. who thinks. And t- he's you old take, fashioned. You could take white dude out of it. He's just an old, he's an old dude. Yeah. Who just is and like, he gives, don't want yeah. to be no man. And he gives honest answers. You know, he's like that. No, I don't think that. I There was no point in the woman asking the question. There's no point in her asking that but, question. Yeah, was that a woman? The, the yeah, but it's a like woman. a general fatigue, basically. It's, just it's, like, general, it's like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it's just here it comes yeah. again. See, yeah, here it comes that. something that about sense. Serena again. And here it comes again. And it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And at some point, there's going to be the collective clapback of what the fuck, man? For instance, this woman Robin Given, and then the next day writes a thing about Serena posing 
She's on the cover of Vanity Fair. Is that what it was? Uh, yeah, she the, the pregnant Cosmo man. The pregnant picture. And She's all too the, big for all ESPN. The, the body magazine. All the women are taking <laughs> right. Or the body. Uh, all issue. the women are taking it. I don't know how. I mean, how, big like in good. I don't know yeah, how big. ESPN didn't think that and get her pregnant. Um, sh- Naked. What the fuck is wrong with well, you? They probably couldn't get her. You think they wouldn't have put her on? Y'all didn't think that? I would have. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm she? saying I don't. I we think they tried to. Julian's magazine. No, I'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm sure they yeah. tried to, but they're not. It's fucking yeah. ESPN the magazine. I mean, it's a shitty had magazine. Her, the body magazine a couple times now, but, you know, so this woman, Robin, a black woman, clapped at her about, you know, the picture. It's an old picture and you don't have to take it anymore and blah, 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 talking that shit about her. You know, when Demi Moore did it, it was sensual, and 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 now it's been done so many times. And so, why did you pick now with this particular woman now to have a problem with it? If you say there's so many women, and this just doesn't even be done anymore, why now? Why now? Personally, I think it's a fine picture. I think I don't see anything wrong with it, particularly how black women are 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 marginalized down in this society. And anybody who says that that's not true, fuck you. Are you not paying sure. attention? You're just not paying attention so you can suck my dick if you if you don't believe that. Black women are marginalized down in this society. So here's a black woman that's being elevated and you're. it seems like you're going out of your way to find something to marginalize her down. Even though this Robin Given woman is a black woman, that doesn't mean that she doesn't buy into what society has tries to drill into people's heads. Well, what was her problem? That it had been already done? I mean... It so? had been already done. She didn't care for it. That's horseshit. That's stupid. Why do you... What do you care? Why does anyone care? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can just not buy the magazine. Yeah, well, why don't you yeah. just not look at it if you yeah. don't like it? Like, I don't even understand like, why you'd have an opinion on it. I was like, this like, is nice. Well, she's a fashion thing. But again, it's not fashion. She doesn't have any clothes on. <laughs> she's got a gold chain around her waist. It's not, it's just it's not fashion. You know, it's... I, I don't... I don't like this thing. The question I would ask you is why don't you why why do you dislike it? And did you dislike it when Demi Moore did it? Or did you think it was empowering for women? Why is it a different I think that article the standards seem to be different for Serena Williams. It almost was, it was like, Oh, the pregnant picture again? Like she was yeah. almost like she was calling it hack or something. Yeah. And you I'm know? like, why now when it's Serena? You know, there there's a lot of that. I mean Jason Whitlock called her fat. Fat ass <laughs> Jason a, Whitlock. That's like the original, that's like dictionary picture of pot calling the kettle, kettle black. black. That was in the dictionary, the idiom dictionary. Call her flat. I mean, it's just shit like that. So then, does that baggage? Because the thing with with that is, like, it leads up to obviously the John McEnroe interview. Him being, is it the people that always dump it on John McEnroe? Like that's that's my thing. It's like, uh, yes, but I don't. He's getting it all. I, I, I think mean, Pat- Patrice said one time that when he went to jail, he had a prophecy about this. He right? did have a prophecy about it. <laughs> John years, McEnroe will years insult ago, Serena Williams. He said when he was in jail, he was thinking about it. <laughs> that when he went to jail, and that girl had said that he raped her, and he really didn't. And he, he, in his mind, he rationalized it by women have to spend so much time worrying about being jumped on from out of the bushes and stuff like that. And when something does happen to them, he could see how they would they would start to think like that. Like, right. maybe I was taken advantage because you, there's so much in your head of, I'm going to be, I can be taken advantage of at any different time, mm-hmm. at any time. When this keeps happen, happening continuously, continuously, John McEnroe is a person, I don't know because he didn't, he didn't say this one way or the other, but if you're John McEnroe, you need to understand why everybody's upset. It ain't about you at this point. It's really not. It's about the whole, the whole of everything that has been happening to Serena since the beginning of her career. Serena and Venus since the beginning of their career. Well, I think what's just talked down to, talked about, beat up, 
beat on verbally and physically and the things they've had to endure. Serena, for instance, when Serena and um, who's the, the blondie that she plays against a lot? Sharapova. That she owns. Serena's Maria the, Serena's the best the best, the best play, tennis player in the world, hands down, going away. Yes, Sharapova makes more money in endorsements. Not this last year because you cheated. <laughs> and then right. people were I like, she had to take some time off. fuck you. <laughs> people yeah. were like, oh, I don't know. We're going to distance ourselves. But she makes more than her in endorsements. Well, why is that? It's it's surely not ability because she owns her. Blonde so white girl. That. The so same as like when Kornikova was there. Right. Kornikova was bad. Right. She was not yeah. a good player. Yeah. Like Sharapova was good yeah. for a while. Right. Yeah. 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 She just couldn't be Serena. Yeah, she wasn't or, as good yeah. as Serena. But she was like a decent player. Like she would win a few like tournaments. I think she won a couple. Not, not Grand, Grand Slam. Slams, but yeah. like, a couple yeah. of Grand Slams. I think. But uh, Serena was out. Any. But yeah. uh, like Kornikova, she did nothing. Like she yeah. was, she was just literally yeah. there because she was so beautiful. Good looking white girl. Yeah. And that's that's kind of this. And Serena, Serena makes less money than this girl well that's because she's a black woman right that's the only reason people will say well it's his q rating is it no it's because she's a black girl but then it all goes back to like yeah. why is the q rating like what, what possible <laughs> reason would there, be? <laughs> would there be i find serena very attractive i don't okay <laughs> so it's a fucking watch she's selling a fucking watch you what people aren't gonna buy this watch first of all everybody knows serena williams you're, you're gonna you're gonna be more inclined to buy a watch because it's on white wrist instead of a black wrist. It's stupid, yeah. and it's just a whole it's just a whole web that goes together, and then Mac and Roll get kind of gets drawn into it. Well, I think what this, to me because it becomes kind of. And by the way, I don't think he. I don't think that was in his mind. No, at he's all. praised Serena. There's millions of quotes of him. Millions. Of him. I don't incredible. think that was in his mind at all. He. It sort of becomes like this unfair thing. Like people are are unfair to Mac and Roll in in a sense yeah. where people are like. Uh, Oh, he said. Well, what does he know about tennis? Like, I, I've so, that article that we just pulled well, up was like, about tennis was he like, uh, he seems to <laughs> pull this seven hundred number out of nowhere. Like, no, he's an expert on tennis. Well, well I think so he used the seven hundred as hyperbole. Well, right? it's Chris Everett says she wouldn't <laughs> crack top thousand when she was a player. Yeah, like that's not a new Again, thing. She's talking in hyperbole. He, he good, also Chris Everett's also not Serena. She we've heard we've heard people talk about how a, a decent high school team could destroy the WNBA champions. Yeah. You know, like that's, these are conversations that have been had. Maybe they should just only be in the barbershop and you put them in print and people can't handle reading them, but they can handle saying them and hearing them. People in conversation make all kinds of sometimes outlandish claims about sports among friends on podcasts or whatever, but you see it in print now it's like monster. But we've all had like, oh, that that guy can beat that guy. Uh, She doesn't stand a chance against that guy. It was, it's just that kind of talk, but he is an expert on tennis he knows way more about it than the Vox writer who's like, seemed to pull that number out of nowhere. No. Here's why you're a misogynist. He pulled it out of somewhere. Yeah. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. And other people have said similar things for years. The It's two different games. That's all you got to say. Well, you, you can say best ever in like the boxing weight class thing where it's like, okay, you can't match up a 120-pounder well, versus a 200-pounder. That's pound, why they do pound for pound. So in, in tennis... skill set based on pounds. If you think of it in that sense, you can say Serena's the best tennis player ever. Granted, she wouldn't literally beat Roger Federer, but she has accomplished I, I, more as a tennis I player. I think the distinction that McEnroe... He wouldn't have made this because this probably wasn't in his mind. But the distinction you make to, to counterpoint what the... Um, what the the interviewer was getting at, because the interviewer wants him to say she's the best of all time, full stop. The interview wants effusive praise, right? And she yeah. wants like full no qualification. She's better than the men, blah blah blah. Yeah. But what he should have said is, well, they're different games, right? Um, 
she's the best female ten- or woman tennis player of all time, and then say, we should also say, I don't even know who the best, let's say it was Pete Sampras. She's I know the most dominant tennis player ever, male or female. Well, I would, I would say just make sure that when you, ca- when, you, when you categorize the male player, you say, hey, he's the best male player of all time, or he's right. the best man player. So right. make sure you don't let either seep into the other one. But that qualif- qualifying it thing, yeah, it's already done in the sport. That's why there's a women's tour and right. a men's tour. Yeah. There's a qualification in boxing, yeah, the weight class. There's qualifications in a lot of sports, and, and some sports doesn't make sense. Maybe they have qualifications. You know, like I read somewhere that there's, there's a there's a female chess champion and a male chess champion. That doesn't make sense to me. That's really dumb. Uh, but, well, that's stupid. But generally, when like why do you qualify? Pool, it? by the way. Why did he qualify it? It's be- the sport already qualified it. Yeah. You know, there's a men's tour and a women's tour. There's a men's and women's in just about every sport, and there's weight classes in boxing, which are qualifiers. Yeah, but people do say so and so is the best boxer pound ever. Pound for pound, but they do, they might throw in pound Sugar for pound. Sugar Robinson. Right? Yeah. So he's, pound he's, for but he's, the, he's, without he's the thing that like okay if he went up pound. against Lennox Lewis he might yeah, he no, might he get would, the shit he would die right he would die but if they were if they weighed the same with the same skill set right. he'd crush Lennox Lewis he was just better what so I've Serena never the pound for pound champion then what I've never yeah what so, I've never understood is the that, thing yeah. about the chess there's no reason to have male and female there's just not really no there's no reason pool. Or maybe those chess pieces opinion. are really heavy. We don't know it. Even no bowling, man wants a piece even, of Jeanette Lee. Even okay. something like bowling. Yeah, there's no reason to and have bowling's male. a little different. Why? They use a smaller ball, they don't ball. they? It doesn't. Well, the, no, they use a lighter ball, not a smaller ball. They use a lighter ball. Kids okay. use a smaller. I've been in bowling. But I think now. the men can choose. The don't men the women can. use the bumper, Lance? I'll be on Vox tomorrow, right? But the men can choose whatever weight ball they want. Any weight ball you want. So you can choose the eight pounder if you want. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, or the six. There's no reason to have. I have a female. I see. I see the distinction. Ping pong bowling more. Well, ping pong is it turns into a power game. I think anything that's physical. Yeah. I make. I get why you categorize it. A physical where it's me against you. You know okay. what I'm saying? Which yeah, to me, which to me is actually sport. That's me. If there's no defense, if somebody's not applying defense to you, it's not a sport. There's no defense coming back at you. There's competition and there's sport. But like, I don't a, know if I agree with that. But like a road race, I mean, that's fine. I see. I see. You, I see you what can you're actually saying. argue that. That's, I understand what that's you're an saying. actual argument that somebody can have. I understand. To me, in order for it to rise to the level of sport, you got to have defense. You don't have any defense. You don't have a sport. Somebody, somebody physically applying defense. Yeah, to but you. there's there is defense in in everything. Um, no, I'm talking physically applying it, though. But you're talking about a person. Not mentally applying Not it. Not mentally. chess has mental defense. Not mentally. Well, you know what? But no, but but chess actually has deep. Chess, to me, is more of a sport than track and field. Okay. Because in chess you do apply defense. You put your paws yeah, in but, position. But it's to, not it's not physical to defense. make defense. What about know, golf? No, because you don't you don't. No one I mean, it's not like there's you. not obstacles in golf. But, no one, but I'm not defending you. You just and we're going up against the same obstacles. I'm just better than you. So you just classify those as games? Competition. 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 Water polo sport. People are Ding you up. Swimming, not a sport. Even like NASCAR could rise to the level of a sport. Because well, in they're, NASCAR, they're all on the same thing. First of all, I can put you in a wall and kill you. Right. Secondly, I can get in front of you and I can get in front of you and block you. 
It always, it always did, but I don't even like NASCAR. It always bothered me when people are like, yeah, it's not a sport. They're just sitting in a car for... It's like, it's, do you understand how hard that is? Like, it's, it's grueling. It's, they're going it's, 200 miles an it's hour. It's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, they're peeing their it's, pants. There's like, not a lot of fat NASCAR drivers. There's one, Tony Stewart, right. maybe. There's the murderer. Yeah, yeah, the murderer turned into Tony Stewart. I don't even think he's racing anymore. I think they were like, no, nah, we don't need you. I saw a very <laughs> funny poll on Twitter that said... Did a, I mean, it's kind of dark because he, you know, killed a guy. Obviously, but they said, "Did Tony? Uh, did uh, Tony Stewart kill a guy?" And then it said, yeah. "Yes." And then the other one was hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he absolutely killed that dude. Um, yeah. So if Serena, uh, could she? Could she play? No, she she get crushed. But even McEnroe said he was like she would probably beat a few men. Yeah, and she probably would. Well, I mean, well she'll beat us. So do you easily. say? Yeah. I mean, on the tour. I mean, yeah. us. She would. She would beat, even beat a, co- a couple of college players. She would beat she, twelve horny black guys. Yeah, at tennis. <laughs> yeah, just one after only the other. Line up, Yeah. Well, they'd be so horny they'd when be distracted. With, when we're done with this, pegging begins. You know that, right? <laughs> then, like after they get beat, they're like, "Hey, yo, let me get those digits." I think. Do we have to add pound for pound when we talk about Serena? What's the what's the No, because that's a that's strictly for I think that's strictly for a boxing thing. I like that for so add a qual- I use, we I use it outside of know. boxing though. Like yeah, I once I said Jail Cavan has the best pound for pound Trump impression, even though I don't. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> right. affect yeah, his yeah, you know. he does have one of the better one of the better Trump impressions. Because you can't say opinion. you can't say for Serena she's the poor man's great tennis player. Like you yeah. know, you can't qualify it that way. <laughs> no, she's so the truth. you can say she's the most dominant ever. Did you guys actually get it? You could in? probably. Because it's that. just like when people yeah. say, uh, you, could you know, so and so has combined in Japan in the major leagues more hits than Pete Rose, you know, when he's talking about. So you can, I guess, cross those lines that sports draw. Well, this is a That's a different comparison. So he's he's the real hit king. What's the guy? Oh. Josh Gibson's the real Sada, home run king. Sadahari, Sadahari oh. oh, he's he's the home run king. Yeah, but, I, but, the, but that's different, though, because the quality of Japanese baseball is much less than yeah. American. Here's yeah. what, here's what Even I would say. Good. Here's what I would say about. Like Ichiro is that um, I think about Ichiro is that if he if he had played his whole career in, in MLB, he would have set a record that is so far out ahead of everybody else. It would be insanity yeah. how many hits he would have gotten. He might have, but you can't. so there's no sense there it, to me. I know what I see looking at him. There's no reason for me to say this guy's not the best hitter in the history of baseball. Oh, you could definitely say that. Because I know what I see looking at him. But you can't him. say he's got more hits yeah, than Pete numbers Rose. Numbers wise, no. Right. But, but people he's do better add those than numbers. Pete Rose. <laughs> he's people than do Pete people Rose. do add those numbers up and say, Well, actually he has this many hits. Yeah. Say, yeah. well that, those I mean, some that's of those fun. don't count. You can think that can bolster your claim, but with a guy like that, I just look at what I see. Like this guy would set a record that was so vastly further than, than Pete Rose. It would be insanity how many rates he'd have. He could have. Possibly. Yeah, if I mean, he had played, he had played his played whole here, career. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tiger Woods should have beat Jack Nicholas's record, but he had but problems. But he didn't. But he, uh, each Tiger, never man. had that never, guy. Yeah, mental. Oh boy. Read the read the article about him fucking around with the uh, seals. With the seals. I read shit. that. Did you, oh yeah. my yeah. god! Did you read? You were like, what? That the, guy's got some. Did you read the whole shit? Issues. Like I was the whole time. Were you like looking at with like an open mouth? Like what the? You're just like, what are you? What hole are you trying to fill? I, that's probably a bad choice. What the I had that what? feeling when I saw the Mac Daddy Santa picture. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. What are you I'm, doing? Tiger? So one of my friends sent me a Photoshop of like the old NWO, like Hogan and 
hauling that shit. And then they had Mac Daddy Santa like photoshopped it on like an old episode of WCW Nitro. Big Papa Pump, Mac Daddy Santa. It was so Together, funny. finally. Like, what is he, what the fuck is he doing? I just had so many questions of Mac Daddy Santa. You guys probably yeah. covered that on the podcast. Yeah. But I, we, I don't know if we even got to it. We it was so confusing because it was like, my kids love this. And it's like, wait, what is this? What is it? Why is it a Christmas thing? Why can't it be just regular Santa? Yeah. Is it because you're a black tiger? Why is your shirt off? There's so many questions. <laughs> Why is this? That's, that's when, a big question. That's in shape Santa is what he's saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The Serena thing, I'm like, I, I get it, but like to dump it all on McEnroe seems to be just like. I that, don't think uh, it was McEnroe. I think it's a societal thing. I'm talking about the, the, the clap back cheering section. Well, the clap back, they're going for whoever said it. Right. But that's I because, just feel like. That's because a big part of it, and I'm finding this trouble with everybody now, is no one wants to go. Everybody wants to look at the surface of something because it's fast to do. On social media, you and it means I'm on the right side of something. No one wants to look at the under stuff. Like, like um, there was a thing about Ezekiel Elliott on the cover of uh, the Body Issue. Actually, back to the Body Issue, Ezekiel Elliott, and how guys were like, "Gay, fucking gay." I'm not gay. I don't want to see this. Gay. Was he gay? Yeah. There was a gay. lot of that. You could just not look at it. Yeah, there was a lot of I that. didn't see it. There was a lot of that. And um, Aaron Jackson put up a put up a toast. She said, uh, "Weak ass Bamas, basically." And I said, I said that's part of it, but that's not to me. That's not the bigger part. To me, the bigger part is the societal thing of how men are not allowed in the American society. I don't know how it is around the rest of the world because I don't live in the rest of the world, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> in the American society, that men are not allowed to have feelings of admiration for another man's body in any way, shape, or form. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to appreciate another man's body. You're not allowed to say that you like the way another man dresses you're not allowed to uh you're not even allowed to feel love towards another man like or love and if you do you definitely can't say the shit out loud you're not allowed to unless he's related to you or he was standing by you when you got shot (laughs) other than that (laughs) or both you're not allowed but then you'd be like well why didn't you take the bullet for me dude yeah you're not allowed to do that women are allowed to do that all the time but men are not allowed to do that because if you if you do or say anything remotely like that somehow it it has to be sex has to be attached to it yeah I remember when Bernard Hopkins when Bernard Hopkins was moving from 160 to 175 um, he was going up 15 pounds to fight for the headlight heavyweight title he hired this guy Mackey Mackie Shulstone was a trainer down in New Orleans to beef him up weight-wise. When he took that robe off, I remember thinking to myself, God, his body is exquisite. And I remember other guys <laughs> looking at me at the, be like, you, you, you look gay. 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 I'm He's like, gay. are you not seeing what I'm seeing? Because this dude gay. is fucking... <laughs> I'm only looking at his eyes. He took that robe <laughs> yeah. off. I was like, his holy eyes cow. His eyes are up here, Randolph. His beautiful, bewitching eyes. You know. <laughs> so I said the point of it is that it's not. It's beyond men being insecure. What's more, it's I past think, that. Well, I think there's also, if the, the less secure you are in saying something like that, the more likely you're probably suppressing. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. It's more like subconscious. I think maybe. it's that the reason why you say that is because you do feel admiration for him, and it bothers you that you feel admiration. Yeah, and you feel you uh, feel weak. It's a, you're not tough anymore. You feel a longing to have his arms around you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can't even stop doing. That's what you're, we're bad. But that's what you're afraid of. That's what you're afraid of. It's funny, but that's what that's what yeah. you're afraid of. 
I'm not particularly afraid of. Uh, uh, Deion Cole talks about in his act. He said that dudes recognize when another dude is sexy, but they can't tell another dude that he's sexy. So you you have to say it another way, something like this. You see, bold boy over there, he get a lot of bitches. Saying <laughs> 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 like that, that dude get all the bitches. You got to say it like that, yeah. you know, to clean it right. up. You know, you just can't say it. That's where I think it comes from. But I'm saying that to say that no one looks at the. Everybody just looks at the surface thing. No one looks at underneath. Well, men are insecure. Yeah, well, we know that. Right. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? There might, there men didn't just come to this insecurity out of nowhere. There might also be the thing of like you see like a Bernard Hopkins take his robe off and you're like, well, I'll never look like that. Yeah. But I'm not going to admire that because like, eh, screw yeah. him. He's probably yeah. juicing or they'll right, make some, right. you know, or yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's, that. that's a big thing. Or or uh, a guy like Tom Cruise. Oh, he's gay. <laughs> That's a big one when he's gay. Because yeah, there's been room. Every famous like Hollywood like it guy actor has had that rumor at some point. Not every, but almost like yeah. Brad Pitt was rumored to be gay. Keanu Reeves was rumored to be gay. All the like the good looking car windows up. It's it's about to storm out there. It's really dark. Yeah. Were my car windows up? <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I just thought about that. Y'all keep this going. Is it started? Ra- is it? Oh, it started raining. Sure, you're, you'll be fine. Yeah, Randall's uh, car windows there might be up. But there's the, uh, like, every Hollywood star who's women just love. Right. There's a bunch of dudes over the side, like, oh, he's probably gay. You know he's gay, right? You know yeah. he's probably gay. You like gay guys? And, <laughs> but yeah, they do. Like, why? That's not even a, a knock against, like, a woman can't lust after a guy because right. you'll never get him. <laughs> well, you weren't going to get him anyway. How many different ways can you? Like not say that he's better than you, basically. Like, right. You're right. just trying to say all this, all these excuses. You like that guy? Whatever. That guy? He's stupid. You like that guy? He's just like five seven. He's short. Like they already know all that about him. They yeah, still like. They don't care. Yeah, but that's the other thing. That's the insecure. I don't know if that's a gay insecurity. It's just using it's, gay. It could be that, but it also could just be their own. Like I'm, I'll never be that good or that right. desired. Is it a little bit maybe. of what about me? Pay yeah. attention to me. Right. Like, I'm right here, though. So yeah. what about me? I'm available. I'm available. You can have sex with me anytime you want. I'm not gay. <laughs> Unlike Brad Pitt, he's gay. He's 5'6", he's gay. <laughs> All these short, good-looking gay Brad dudes. Brad Pitt is four foot eight, and Elton John. He's actually Elton yeah, John. Yeah, he's actually Elton John. He's just an Elton John character. Were your windows up? Uh, windows were down. Yikes. Randolph now has a it's wet car. Really Hadn't hit yet. Oh, okay. It's coming. It's here. It's very dark outside. For what time it is. Yeah. Hopefully this won't affect the crowds tonight or, well, four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> the crowds last week. I wouldn't think about it. Where are we at? Uh, we're at 45. About, no, no, how gay people minutes. claim everybody. We were just oh, talking we're about, about what we do to Bernard Hopkins if he was yeah. here. Oh, well, I mean, there'd be a pegging involved. There'd be a little oh, bit God. of pegging. <laughs> I, thought <laughs> what? I thought we put when that to rest on Monday. <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> though, <laughs> would I prefer to do the pegging or, or receive peg? his peg? <laughs> Well, what's the word for that when you get pegged? Well, I mean, just, it depends if you, if you see water glistening all over his body. See, when you're getting pegged, you don't necessarily see all that. What are you looking at? That's true. That's true. You don't see that. There's a, a mirror. Also, you're Maybe there's crying. a mirror in front yeah, of you. You're, uh, you're crying. Your eyes are, yeah. <laughs> Tears of joy. <laughs> there's, a mirror. there's a mirror in front yeah, of you. Yeah, a series of mirrors could help. Could help yeah. you get pegged. Maybe it's some really monitors with some cameras, some closed circuit Got down pegging. right on time. <laughs> it's it's coming down. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like if I was getting you know what pegged, I've noticed this is we're back to do. Monday's episode again. Yeah. If I was getting pegged, um, I wouldn't want to see it. 
<laughs> you wouldn't want to watch. I wouldn't want to see my own face. The videotape back later. No, I wouldn't want to look in a mirror. If I'm trying to see the guy, I wouldn't want to look in the mirror and see myself getting. Do paid. you think that they videotape that for the dom, the dominatrix people? Like, listen, we videotape it for you. That way, you can take it home and enjoy it. I, I love this phrase, and I'll use it here. I haven't the foggiest. <laughs> no idea about any of that. I bet they offer. I was talking to. Yeah, I was part talking, of the deluxe package. package. I was talking to a, a person who kind of plays at being gay, and they were. Uh, like an actor? I I can't. I I don't think this person is a woman. She doesn't know if she's gay or not. Oh, and she's. It was. Uh, she's I was talking herself. about James Baldwin, and uh, I don't know where she goes. You know him, her, and Malcolm X were having sex. You know that, right? James Baldwin, and Malcolm X were having sex. Exactly. That's a rumor. Exactly. I didn't know that. I was like, what? I heard the Malcolm X was what? gay rumors. Here's the thing that I've noticed about Wait, James Baldwin. These thing, gay? this thing about where where gay people claim somebody is gay. It's always. Weirdly good-looking people, yeah, right. or people who are strangely relevant. I've never heard anybody gay claim like Dustin Diamond. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> yeah, you know he's gay. <laughs> he exactly. <probably> has done. <laughs> You've never heard oh, that. You like that? No, but I you bet know, Mario Lopez has been called gay. A I'm bunch. sure he has. Yeah. You know, look at look at the people who have been try to right. be claimed by the gay community. You know, John Travolta, yeah. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. John Travolta, I think they might be onto something. <laughs> you know? John Travolta might might be a little. Tom Cruise. I think I'm it's just. Sure. I think. Yeah. I think in the case of in both of them. And the Scientology is the big is the big tell is that they're just off dudes. Although with Travolta, I don't think it's as bad which, as which, I, I and actually then, think and then they're and gay. then they spend their weekends on dudes. Yeah, that's I how think. it works. <laughs> <laughs> off dudes, I think I go think, on dudes. I uh, I actually think that um, Cruz. This is just me, armchair psychologist. Uh, I think uh, Cruz has is a high functioning Aspergers. Tom Cruise? Yeah, I think that because I was listening to something that, um, two things that Jamie Foxx has said, and you know how, have you heard about Jimmy Kimmel's football parties on Sundays? Uh, No. Okay, so Jimmy Kimmel, and I've heard this from like four different podcasts, Jimmy Kimmel has a football party every Sunday during during the football season, which Randolph Terrence will not be going to. (laughs) <laughs> well, what if the food is day. good, though? Yeah. In case I was going to get invited. You can go hang out in a different room. And uh, also, uh, uh, who's a comic that just passed away that we all loved? Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling played basketball every Sunday. I did he hear had about a, that. He had a yeah. hardcore league yeah. that they played every Sunday. Right. And um, he, so Kimmel invites all these different people over, and he saw Cruz somewhere, and he invited Cruz over. And Cruz's mom, he brought his mom with him, and his mom made cookies and whatever. Huh. And it's it's like a nice thing. And he said when Cruz was there, somebody else who was at the party noticed that Cruz did this thing where he came in and he sat quietly and he watched everybody, just kind of watched how everybody was oh, interacting. He's always acting. He's always and learning. And he, be- he became what everybody what everybody was was. He was like he was great. Yeah. He was great in the environment. He was like he was fun and he was saying, but he said, but you could watch him. He studied everybody and was like, yep, this is how I need to be. I'm going to be this. Interesting. Tom Cruise or uh, uh, Jamie Foxx said when they were filming, they filmed Collateral together. They went up to Harlem. They went to Sylvia's to go eat lunch and they hung in Harlem all day. Same thing. He was like, man, he was like, he really like fit in with everybody in Harlem and, yeah. and, and Brothers was coming up to, oh shit, Last Samurai was running up to mm-hmm. him on the street. But he's he just acting. Pictures with people. I don't even think it's that he's acting. He just becomes what is necessary but for if the he's, thing to be. If he's at Asperger's, he's acting, he's pretending. Because Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't people. know how that works. You'd have to yeah. ask. You'd have to ask Petey about that. I don't know how that works, but I do know that people who have Asperger's and autism are capable of doing that. They learn. Yeah, they they're they're 
pretending, picking up and coming on the fly. But right. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's pretending the way we would consider it pretend. This is again, this is just me armchairing. So don't I don't need people writing in. You actually you don't know about. I know I don't. First black frats and now autism. <laughs> I'm just you guys are really tough. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I know that there's that thing of right. this is okay, very empathic. Like okay, this is what. All right, I'll be this. I think autistic people generally think about how good that worked for an actor. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but there's is there a real guy in there? That's the other thing. Sometimes those actory people you're like, is there even a real who are you actually? Yeah. And a lot of them are they're just they're not comfortable as a as not when yeah. they're not playing a role. Like Dan Aykroyd is uh, the high functioning Asperger's person. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. No. I've heard that a couple times. Asperger's generally means you don't connect with people well. Right. But I mean Aykroyd's You don't pick for, up on social been married cues. for years. You don't pick up on social cues, blondie. you don't learn how to talk to people, so you fake it. Donna Dixon. Is that That's who it? you're looking yeah. at? Yeah. yeah, Bosom Buddies. She's on yeah. Bosom Buddies, yeah. <laughs> That's his wife. I mean, they got a couple of kids, so. Like Dan Aykroyd's gay. Gay. Dan Aykroyd's gay. Probably gay. Yeah. Gay. Gay Dan Aykroyd. You like that guy? Yeah. You like Dan Aykroyd? You know he's gay. I just remember when I first saw Ghostbusters and he took off that robe, man, I thought he is exquisite. Yeah. Did you think that? What do you think? You should have thought that. You're gay? I like that guy? I think that was the wrong movie. Gay. Or whatever it was. different, yeah. Yeah, Stripes maybe. Was he in Stripes? I don't know. No, it was Ghostbusters. 80s comedies. What did you think of a honey? Turn that down a little bit, or take it to your room for she's me. She's gonna play our Katy Perry playlist. One of the two, Sounds probably. like Gone with the Wind. Also, yeah. you need to leave that charged up for the plane. Um, what? What? Oh, you're flying out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well, or uh, last Sunday for yeah, days la- ago. yeah, <laughs> several days ago. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Trump's tweet? Oh man, which one? They're so all just so about the Mika Brzezinski the Mika one? one. I mean, it's the the bloody. Of course. Look, Mika Brzezinski walking around with a bloody facelift makes no sense to me. Of course she wasn't. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> she just not be in yeah. public. I didn't know facelifts just bled. I thought you I thought it was like an outpatient thing. You go home, you, you get need a, a better doctor. You get a little, yeah, right. They don't. And then the second thing is they use a sir, they use a syringe. She's not getting a cheap back alley bleeding <laughs> facelift doctor. She's going to the best people in the world cuz she's got the money to do that. She claims that she never even had a facelift. She had like a chin thing done she once. Chin tuck. But she's public about it. So it's just yeah, the, but he's the got image, her talking about it. Like he's got that. Yeah. He, so he won. I mean, he yeah. won that encounter. Right? But the image she already talked about it. Though. She, yeah, she, she, she wasn't shy. Well, about I'm it. just saying, like she, they had to respond to yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But the image of the bleeding facelift makes no sense to me on anyone, not just Mika Brzezinski. <laughs> like I just didn't know that women walked around with with bleeding facelifts. But he's the king of using like mixing up metaphors or mixing up idioms yeah like that like i moved on her like a bitch but i couldn't yeah. get there i still don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, right if yeah. i had if i could just sit down with donald trump and ask him one question i would be like okay forget all the other stuff forget <laughs> why you ran for president what does that mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah moved yeah. on her like like how do you move on someone like a bitch yeah. like i don't get it bitch and that's a good thing to me, yeah right to me it's also he's, female if, we, if you're talking about a dog he's female? the he's the bitch in this right, scenario. right. Yeah. i think that's the kind of the same same kind of track where it's yeah. like it's just a nonsense thing that in his head it's like when he he compares people to dogs all the time like yeah. they did this like a dog or they laid down like a dog and it doesn't really make sense like at all <laughs> right. like dogs aren't known right. to just lay down <laughs> It, he debated like a dog. Yeah. Like, that, no, no, dogs don't debate. Yeah, they he would just lick himself. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah they look at you. Then a, <laughs> a waffle. <laughs> but it's I just was, him trying to I was, uh, attack someone. Everybody was like, uh, we had to now feel 
uh, again, like liberals, we now have to feel sorry for Mika. Has Trump gone too far this oh, time? I'm gonna feel sorry for Mika because she was part of the part of the whole. Oh yeah, fucking thing of pushing him. It's just she was part of that. It's it's just it does like it's laughable to me the hypocrisy of because they're sitting there all solemn like this is scary. He's bribing us. Okay, if you have if you have evidence of that, turn it over. None of this, like MSNBC, isn't sure whether or not yeah, they're yeah. going to turn over yeah, any evidence. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You turn that over. If you, if this is true, you do it. So stop. So stop making the claims. Also, the idea that they're like, yeah, finally, like he's, uh, you know, he's doing this. We don't know why. This isn't the same guy we knew two years ago. It's like, that, yeah, no, he is. Ten years, and that's the thing. Yeah, I'm like, he he's the same guy. I put, I put that. I put that up in a tweet. No, he's the same dude. Right. He's the same dude. They're copying so pleas for themselves. He's the dude that that went after mm-hmm. Barack Obama. About his his where he was born, he's that guy. Questioned the legitimacy of his birth, and you let him cut. You let him keep coming on, knowing that he was parroting this lie. Right. And you let him keep coming on. You let him. He's the same dude who said that five young boys should be put to death for a rape that they didn't commit. And then when it was found out that they were innocent, never apologized for no, he it. He doubled down. Yeah. He went back after them. Get 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're t- ten, 10 horny black guys. Yeah. He's, he's that guy. A couple guys on injured reserve. So you were okay with him all then. Now yeah. he says you got a bloody face and now it's too well, much. Now it's you. So now you're mad. Now it's like, too much. Get out of here. You know, yeah. And, and then they're like, who is this Donald Trump? You know, like they've like, that's the same guy. He Same just did all these people. They want to be his buddy. They want to align themselves with him for either ratings or for political capital because they want to get their bill passed. He's going to turn the gun on them eventually. That's yeah. the, they. Don't, they don't seem to understand that he's going to turn the gun on them, and they're going to go. Well, now he went too far. I just yeah. don't understand why people are acting like this is the line. Like, right. they're, like they're like this is this is beyond the pale. President, like, uh, and I saw a lot of politicians saying this to him, and it's just weird to me that like. Like this is it. Like th- this is not that different from anything else. Barack he's done. Obama wearing a brown suit was the line. Yeah. Right. Barack Obama putting his feet up on his desk in his office was the line. This is this is undignified to the office of the presidency of the United States. He's got his feet up on his desk. That's undignified too. It was a good picture. Barack Obama right. with his feet up looking looking at somebody. And then there's pictures of Bush with his feet up. And but that's undignified. Oh, but it's well when you yeah. got the nigger president doing it, it's not. But I just I just. Like as far as his like obscene tweets go, or tweets where he insults people, or is is degrading. Like this isn't even probably in the top ten. Yeah, like, that's why I don't. It's just because the target was someone yeah. in the media yeah. who happens to be in in you know the side yeah. of the media that's well, that's part of it too. To left when you bash the media, she's all the, part of the she's not really all the media has your but, side. But MSNBC is, <laughs> yeah. but they all have your side, so they're going to over-report that. You right. know when when uh, obscure comedian Dan Ninen punched little known reporter that became like World uh, War at III. the improv that was a huge story i mean it was huge for us locally but that's a story that made national news mm-hmm. because you're in a room full of reporters they're right. like oh we gotta we're gonna talk about this because we're all reporters and he went after a reporter it's like people get punched all the time not right. that Dan bars, was right to and, do that at bars and stuff that happens yeah. all the time but if if you go after a reporter they all have your back now and they all have the access to put stories out about this thing so it does get overreported and then Joe and Mika wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post and then came on their show the next day and spent 40 minutes talking about it mm-hmm. which they, then got reported just the sanctimonious way they were like in the hushed tones like oh yeah. this is we feel bad for he's he's gone but it's like, yeah. shut yeah, he's, right. he's really like this is this is, this is not, a problem. It's just not different. Like, this is it's a not problem, different from anything guys. Else he's been doing. 
This is the this is a real problem. Like, what, where were you a, f- a year and a half? Now ago? we should Five be years. worried. Right, right. Now we yeah. should be. Right. We should have when our you attention. Were all, that's to why the Jimmy Fallon's of the world, the uh, who brought him on and tousled his hair. Those people who let him come on. There were a lot of people saying that he was like this, and you just didn't listen to us. Also, the last time we did the podcast, the, when you were here. That was when I was just coming off surgery. I had surgery the day before that. That's oh, right. I remember that remember one. That? Loopy Randolph. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I was itching. And, yeah. Um, we had all had to – there was still the thing going around of they're the same. I think you had actually said that at once. I didn't say they're that. Kinda, did you not say – did no. you not – I'm fucking – I was out of it. Yeah. Did you not <laughs> – You actually said that. No, I'm No, kidding. I think, I'm I think what, I you said that? what you said was – You said Hillary would have been worse. Trump's better. Yeah, that was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Was no. I was I that high? No, no. no. I said I'm that. Get the fuck out of my house. Uh, I said I said Bernie would have won even though he hadn't even lost yet. Yeah. Uh, right. No. Yeah. That was going around a lot. That she would that they're just as bad. I'm like, what I listen. If you said that in the past, that's fine. Okay. What I need you to do now is say no, they're not. My bad. I need right. you to say that. I don't need you to hold on to it. I watched uh, uh, Cornell West on Bill Maher. He's holding on to it. I'm like, you, you can't, you can't keep holding on to this because they're not the same. Yeah. They're literally, there's, they're not. He's not even a human being standing next to her. It's not even remotely close. Right. They're not doing the same thing. This is not. This is completely unprecedented. It's completely. Well, she's going to run uncharted. again, so maybe she'll have her shot. No, she'll be 872 years old at that point. Yeah, it's just how amazing done. is it that the three top candidates for president are all, or at some point were under criminal investigation by the FBI. Like, isn't that insane, though? Yeah. Like, when you think about it, like, good job, America. We really, really <laughs> yeah. knocked this one out of yeah. the park. Yeah, yeah, We can't yeah. get one person who doesn't have something. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about the Hillary Clinton investigation, it was a bullshit investigation. Don't get me, star- don't get me started on that. It was a bullshit investigation. This shit, with, this shit with Bernie, it looks like it might stick. Uh, I, I, w- I would disagree the that Hillary's stuff? was a bullshit investigation. Do you think it was really the Benghazi I, I think thing? Because I don't. Hold on, I'm not talking about the what Benghazi. What are we talking about? Email. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. It just uh, yeah. depends on what kind of weight you apply to it, which I don't mind. At the yeah, most, I agree with this that. thing. About, it just depends on the weight you apply to it. And the fact that they all, she's not the first Secretary of State to do it. So it's, it's kind of one, one with proof, though. It's kind of one of those things of uh, like Colin Powell was like, yeah, this is how you do this shit. And you, you just do it this way. You know? And I'm um, like, okay, I guess this is what we do. I think she got, she got tripped up because. They they didn't have records like if you if you had classified discussions um, in the past uh, under, you know, non classified areas, uh, most of the time they were person to person. So there was no record. Right, the right. problem is she did it over email. Right. So yeah. And like I said, she's not the first person to have the, the server somewhere other than the State Department. She's not the first not the first head of state who was doing it. That's where the idea comes from. Right, so it just depends on how much weight you apply to it. I'm more the email thing to me. I found it to be a nothingness, but that's me. But if somebody no, wanted to have, apply some weight to it, within reason, I'm not going as far as these nut jobs on the right who are like, "Well, her emails are well." My, my I'm not is, as distrustful as you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it was. You know, it clearly spoke to her 
feeling like she was not like the rules didn't apply. No, I know? don't even think it applies to that. I think it applies to I, I definitely I do. think it comes to she's distrustful of literally everybody in her orbit trying to get her. That's not her prerogative though. She's yeah. the Secretary of State. Well, she is yeah. a public I servant. I don't disagree with you, but yeah. I understand that. And then when she finds out that this oh and by the way, I can have my own private server Wink, wink. Oh, <laughs> that everybody me, else has. I'm going to keep my shit away from everybody. Let, else. let me say this. There, are, I think there are two different things here because, like, I'm not. I don't think the email thing is necessarily disqualifying. Mm-hmm. So I think there are two non-exclusive arguments. There is one argument where it says uh, that wasn't disqualifying. There's another thing where she did something wrong. I do think she did something wrong. I think well, this, she should have been punished. There's for no question. I'm not she, saying that that makes yeah, her a worse candidate. Yeah, for president. There's no question that she did something that she did something wrong. I guess I should, I should. And honestly, I, I don't at, even know why we're talking. I look about at it. the reasons why she, you see the discussion that we're having though. It's not an insane discussion. Right. Yeah. It's not insanity. Well, also, of, lock her up. Lock her also, up. Right. Yeah. You know, well also here's, here's my thing. The reason why I'm kind of sensitive to that, I'm not going to go into detail. I've in the past had a clearance, right? Mm-hmm. Not at her level. Okay. Um, so I think you get the argument you'd hear, and I didn't necessarily make this argument because it's different, um, is that if someone like me had done what she did, they might not have, they wouldn't have gone to jail. Mm-hmm. They would have lost their job. Yeah, well, that's yeah. The, that argument I don't, for me, I look, I look past that argument because there are a lot of things in life where yeah, you get to a certain status and successful rules. people just and don't rules, play that yeah, same rule. Yeah, you get to a certain status and the rules just stop. And that's what I'm saying. That's stop. That's, that's the thing for her. The rules she, change for you when she, you get to a certain. That's status. how she looked. That's at how it, it goes. That's how it was. I think it's a thing of she's she has been suspicious of everybody because everybody's been trying. There's been a there has been a market campaign against her for the last fuck how many years? Since she was first lady. Probably before I go. Probably before it had to be first lady. It probably started when he, she was the first lady of what I, I also fuck think state was she the first lady of Arkansas? Arkansas. Yeah. Probably started around. Then. I think they call it first gal. First gal. First yeah. gal. Yeah. I think people just don't understand that emails, government emails, are public record. Yeah. All of them. Like it's not even you know what I mean. So like. Well, I'll try to explain that to the because the Trump administration has has gone way past what she was doing as far as keeping probably true trying to keep service trying to keep shit away from people. The big thing to me was the Benghazi, which was nothing, and they were they were trying to yeah. I think it has nothing at all to do with that's, her. I think that's a nuanced discussion that it has nothing was at not all. applied. Nuanced. Yeah, it has nothing at all to do with her, and no one ever talks about how the GOP cut funding for security for embassies around the world. That's also, just when they awful. tried to kill Superman, that was not, well, that, that was not cool. That, that too, <laughs> not cool, guys. Come on, <laughs> that too. So, you know. Stuff like that, but for people to say that they were the same and they want, they just hold on to that and hold on to that and hold on to that. I'm like, you got to let that go. You can't. If you're not willing to, if you're not willing yeah. to let that go, there's something wrong with you. Well, I think there's the, there's also the, let it burn, contingent. Which is fucking. You know, I voted for a third party to let it burn, and I think that now I think some Jill of those Stein, people man. are just doubling down because that's their only silver lining now. Right. So well, at least it's all gonna burn. You know, at least we can maybe uh, rebuild right. out of the ashes of this. And those people I want to punch in the face. But they're they're <laughs> hanging on to it more even now, maybe. I want to punch I want to punch them, I want to punch them in the face because the burning that you're talking about is not gonna affect you as you drink your chai your chai latte and you sit <laughs> fucking but also fucking gentrified Brooklyn now drinking your chai latte and rant, ranting and raving. It is however gonna affect my community when fucking Jefferson Jefferson fucking Beauregard fucking sessions this fucking integrationist racist piece of shit is is literally going to do 
intense harm to the black community. They're talking about putting federal charges and, and federal troops in Chicago. They're literally talking about doing that. You know where that ends. They'll have to find everybody smoking marijuana. That ends in shootouts. Huh. You know, you know where that ends. That ends in shootouts. When yeah. you talk, when you say Chicago, Chicago is just a code term for black people at this point. Right. That's yeah. all it is. Same thing with the NRA. When the NRA says they and them and they're coming for you, they're talking about black people. They're not talking about they. You need an enemy. In well, order NRA to sell guns. could have. They used to say Obama's coming to take your guns. And now he's black. out of office. So they just say. You're good. There are people out there coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, right. they, and so yeah. it's like you know, it's whatever the sales pitch is to change to get people to to buy guns, mm-hmm. to change their minds to buy guns. So it used to be Obama's taking their guns. Now they can't blame a liberal administration. So they just say, "Oh, there's people out there coming to get you. They're coming to get you. Get your guns." The they and the them Fight is, back. is people of color. So you have people of color, and that's how you have a young guy getting shot in his car, and the NRA doesn't stand up for him. Yeah, they should. it's incredibly hypocritical. Yeah, they should. They don't give a fuck because they don't see the black gun owner as this is somebody that we should stand up. They don't see the black gun owner. The black gun owner is is they, them. We are they. We are them. Yeah. Welcome to the MIB. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the MIB. It's a dark time, man. That's I just want. I just want people to, and they won't do it, particularly the liberal people, or the the. Well, I held my nose and voted. I'm like, I told you how fucking bad this guy was. I told you that. And you didn't want to listen. You yeah. didn't. And now we're here. And the, he's talking about fundamentally changing the democracy of America for a generation. I hope that the, that third party vote that you did, I hope it was worth it to you. It's burning, man. <laughs> I hope it was worth it to you. I think he'll be out in four years and it'll be a done. And there might be three don't, new Supreme Court justices. Don't fuck it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Know. Three new it's Supreme true. Court it's justices true. that roll back more more uh, gerrymandering, more voter suppression, uh, uh, more, Pro-life. more rights taken away, just taken away, more more shootings, more killings, more, more gunplay, less gun control than that already exists, which is nil. You know, people walking around with guns in their hips nationwide. That's what they want. They want to sell guns and, and, and weapons. You watching American Gods? No. <laughs> that was one of the gods was Vulcan. He was uh he was he had been the god of steel and the, the god of smithing. He became the god of guns, basically. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can just switch your, your uh, major if you're a god. Well you they have, you have <laughs> to I think a god would be committed. In order yeah. to be effective you have to be loved. Okay. So what do people love? In this country, oh, so he's a trend hopper god. So he's, he's like he was steel. Hopping. He's the one. He's the one who influenced guns. Okay, guns. So okay. steel during the Industrial Revolution, he was a steel guy, uh, basically. Well, he was through all. He's the god of the smith and the god of the forge. Is there okay. a god of iPhones? <laughs> there should be. There is a god of technology now. Oh, They're okay. called the new gods. who are now battling the old gods. The so god of selfies. God of <laughs> god of technology. There's like a god of television now. Things that have risen up to be the new gods now. As opposed to the old gods, nature and right. weather, railroads. Right. For, yeah, for railroads, of course. <laughs> That's a Chinese god, isn't that? Yeah, god? I, well, it depends on what era. It depends on what era. They got they swept them out after yeah. they built the railroads. Where are we at? We got to bring this one home. Hour ten. Yeah, we got to bring this one home. We want to thank Mike James for sitting in with us. I'm still calling you Mike James. Mike James, you son of a gun. <laughs> uh, thanks. No, thanks for having me, guys. I always love coming on. It's always, we're always happy to have Mike. Come and sit in with us, uh, especially when I'm not spaced out on painkillers. <laughs> painkillers, thinking I said, yeah. "Yeah, I love Donald Trump." Yeah, no, I don't know what I thought. I thought you were. Uh, 
They're I think my bad. argument was that I, I would like to see someone without the crazy aspects of it, but independent of the system. Oh, we'd all like to see that. Join the system. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pie in the sky yeah, ideal we're thing. Gonna, we're not going to see that. I'm with the James Baldwin that the thing of that people are like, well, you could just give no, we just got to have a, somebody who's not a politician in there. Fuck out of here. This is what happens. If you want to, if you want to drive a long haul truck, you get a long haul trucker. You don't get a banker to drive an 18 wheeler. If you want to do politics, you go get a politician. That's just how it goes. There are certain people who can do certain jobs, but they got to win elections, though. I That's know. The thing. <laughs> certain yeah. people who can do certain jobs. You know, so you well, go get the Mr. Smith goes a Washington fantasy. Yeah, you know, yeah, the outsider right. goes in and shows them what it's like, yeah. the real America. Which but not I, but reality. not to. I know we got to wrap up, but like, if you think there aren't going to be more Trumps, you're crazy. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's going to run for president. Mark Cuban might run for president. Yeah. I mean, why? Like the the three candidates were inc- all incredible, like all fatally flawed. Yeah, yeah. The, the, and I, when I'm talking about Bernie, Hillary, and Trump. But two out of three of them were actual politicians. And they lost. Yeah. So it's like, the, you and know. They lost. Th- but you even go. now, I'm like, did they lose? Because Hillary won the well, popular. Hillary won matter. the popular. She, she won the That's election. It's not because she's, she's not in the office. And you're right. It doesn't matter. But did she lose? And he was, people keep leaving the Russia aspect out. He was, he was helped by Russia. He just was. People keep leaving it out, but he was. Yeah. Okay, and none of us talk about it. We just don't talk about it anymore. He was helped by Russia. That's getting talked about a lot. Yeah. These now, yeah. <laughs> you know, but even then they try to just gloss the shit over and move the shit on. But there are like, anybody who worked in, in uh, espionage and stuff like that are fucking pissed. <laughs> Every time you see somebody on television who's in espionage, not one of them has been like, no, I don't think it's that big of a They're problem. probably mad because they All the of Russians like, did it better than we this usually is big did. Fucking, right. This is <laughs> a big us. fucking deal. Yeah, because we always, that, yeah. hey, that's our thing. It's we, like Sputnik it's, all over again. It's a big right. fucking deal. You know, it's a huge deal and it happened and let's stop acting like it didn't happen. Let's, take, let's stop acting like it's normal. We have a president who's never going to say anything about it because he won because of it. He, he enjoyed the the help like he, yeah, yeah. He, he directly benefited the, the from it. pegging <laughs> give up your uh, movie podcast uh we just saw movie.com and uh that's my uh movie podcast i do with uh, my lovely girlfriend elizabeth and then uh mike eltringham.com is all my comedy stuff there you go andy what are um we come see us uh well come see what what day is this podcast going over the fifth or sixth uh next week on July 11th, I'll be at Solly's. It's a showcase show. Uh, I think I'm closing it out. And July 14th, Velvet Lounge in D.C. as well. That's a Friday. And then July 21st, D.C. Improv Lounge with Frankie French and some other great comics. August 9th, all three of the three guys on will be at the D.C. Draft House raising what? money for Jason Weems, which is a uh, – that lineup is, is stacked. Rob Mayer and um – uh, who's on? I'm going to look it up. Hey, I remember my Milner. show. I got a show coming up. Uh, if any New York listeners uh, want to come out to Astoria on July 24th, I'll be at Passage Bar in uh, there you go. Passage Steinway and 41st. I don't think I remember Passage. It must be a new one. I think it's new. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been. I've been gone a long time. It's a cavernous Irish pub. <laughs> oh, I've been. I've been in a few of those before. Sounds like fun. Sounds like a great venue for comedy. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm going through uh, Teresa Concepcion's Facebook page to see the lineup hey, for that show. Hey, are you guys doing show. the draft house tonight? The DC one? Yeah, yeah, yeah I may there. not be there, but then you'll be there. I'm, How I'm many? Where is the posting for this you show? Saturday night? <laughs> you mean that? last Saturday? Last, oh, right. Yeah, last Saturday. Yeah, tonight, yeah. I mean, four days ago. Try to stay in real time. Whatever. I can't even. This should be off. This should be she off. Posts, like my, uh, she posts so much. Right I can't here. even go all the way back on her page to find the listing for that show. 
But yeah, man, I gotta have you on the We Just Saw a Movie sometime. Let me know. We'll do one. We'll uh, we'll Skype Why don't you it. Watch, in. huh? Yes, I can go to the finish way. Let's just watch I Am Not Your Negro and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it the August night show later yeah. once we have the lineup in front of us. So uh, there you just go. Just got an uh, email from Shariar. Yeah, I saw that. He's coming. He's coming to the show tonight. Yeah. I mean, four days ago. Right. He's coming. Yeah. He came to a show. He appeared at a show. He appeared at a show. He showed up. He had a friend Sometime in the past. He had a friend with him. Oh, I, here's the lineup, I think, for the Jason Weems money, raising money for Jason Weems show. August 9th at the DC Draft House. Ramin Mostafavi, Kason Wilson, Lafayette Wright, Tim D. Miller, Randolph Terrence, Andy Klein, Rob Mayer, and Jason Weems. Stacked. The so. Tim Damone? Uh, the Tim Damone, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Damon? Tim Damon. <laughs> Tim Damon. So you guys come on out. We'll be doing that. And... Uh, I have something. I just don't remember what it was. I'll let you guys know when I <laughs> on the next one probably. Actually, I may not be on the next one. So, hmm. all right. So you guys come on back. Something something should be here for you on Monday. Yeah. I don't know if we'll be. It, the it might be paid. Be it might not. Andy, that's up to Andy. Well, it to depends get on the timing going. of everything. Got to so. keep them guessing. Yeah. Dragging our feet to get things going. Yeah. All right, people. So thanks so much for listening in. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike Eltringham. And we have three guys on. We're out. Yeah.